Did you have Hotmail? I had Hotmail for a short, short while. I think that was my very, very first email address was a Hotmail address. Pretty quickly moved to Yahoo. Yeah. And then I was, I went to Gmail probably 05, 06. My first email was Hotmail. Movieboy64 at Hotmail.com because I had a Nintendo 64 and I was really into movies. So there you go. And then I just stopped using it. You know, same same thing. I eventually moved to Yahoo. I think because of fantasy football. And and then in college, started a Gmail account at some point. And that's what I've had ever since. What happens to these old Hotmail emails? Do they just vanish? I don't think so. Because I, I wouldn't even know how to log back into it. Yeah. <laughs> and who knows what's in there? No, I'm sure you. I'm sure you're getting spam every day. Surely it got deactivated or something. I, huh. I mean, after you haven't logged in, in for so long, when they just kill it. I mean, except for someone who you know used to go back and look at those old emails. Movie Boy sixty four. I wonder what my password was. Like, I, I have no comprehension of what it could possibly be yeah movie boy 64 there's probably some interesting stuff in there at this point until recently i used the same password for most everything until your facebook hack since about 2004 so i can I can actually tell you what most of my passwords were because they were the same thing. Yeah, but this would have been, I mean, it had to have been late 90s, maybe? Yeah, wow. When, it start, when I started yeah. it? Yeah. I, I guess. I don't even really remember. I should, I should try and see. <laughs> do you think it'll let me, like, click forgot my password? I don't know what it would, what it would do. Did they even have security right. questions back then? I mean... No. That'll be probably like forget your well, we'll just set another one, you know? What what do you want it to be? Follow up for next week. I'll or whenever we record again. Cause who knows? Um I'll see if I can crack open my movie boy sixty four at hotmail.com. Didn't they get they got bought by Microsoft? Yeah, they got bought by Microsoft. That's gross. I don't, I don't know how that works. Yeah, because Brittany still uses her Hotmail occasionally. Wow. I don't understand it. Like, she still uses it for certain things, but hmm. mostly uses her Gmail. I don't know. It's weird. What was yours? What was your Hotmail? I have no idea what my Hotmail was. Probably like... Colorado forever. Well, no, I mean, I mean, Bronco PDE is what my Yahoo was, one of what like my Gmail is that I use for just like everything I don't care about. Um, you do have a, you do have another interesting uh, Gmail account that had something to do with Facebook. That's a Yahoo account. Oh, is it? <laughs> that's, that's how they fact. That's how they fact 
That's how they hacked my Facebook account. Oh. It's because I had stop at Facebook at yahoo.com. And when, when the, so when, when Yahoo had one of their, uh, password, uh, leaks, one of the, one of the several, um, I took care of bronco.pde at yahoo.com, wouldn't change that password, but didn't change stop at facebook at yahoo.com and that did not. That's where you were trying to funnel all your Facebook notifications, right? email notifications. Right. Yep. (laughs) To stop at facebook at yahoo.com. That was it. (laughs) So it worked really well for, for what it was used for until it didn't. Until it didn't. Wow. But. At this point, like I, I just don't get on Facebook, and I don't feel like I'm that much worse for the wear. Yeah, I would. I really want to cancel it, but I'm really never going to. Because I've got family, and some like you know, for a lot of them, that's the only way they see what's going on in our lives, and. I don't know. I guess when they all die, I'll just cancel it then because I won't need for anyone to see anymore. I don't know. I just, I don't want it, but because I don't really do anything on there either, except for occasional business stuff. You know, 501, five sports. But I mean, I'll post pictures basically is what I post on there if I post anything because I've realized that there's two reasons why I don't post what I'm thinking there's probably a lot more reasons than that Um, but they really come down to these two things one nobody cares what I think and two I don't care what most people think and so I just don't post anything other than pictures of children or you know i'm at the beach or i'm at this football game or whatever it is that's that's really all i do i don't post anything you know opinion wise really anywhere uh but it's it's that you know and my wife she posts a lot of things and uh you know occasionally it it, it leads to things and I'm just like I don't have this problem sorry because no one cares what I think she does, post, she does post a lot of things she does post a lot of things Yeah. whenever, whenever I do check Facebook I usually see yeah. at least one thing from Brittany Gilbert yep. yep she's gotten better but I just feel like she's never gonna fully fully get there I'm really bad at I'm really bad at Facebook because I want to have like a real detail oriented conversation, make sure I say the thing I'm trying to say in the right way. And like, if I'm trying to be part of like some larger conversation, it goes off the rails way before I'm able, way before I'm able to like put my, you know, point by point list together. Then nah, there's no, there's no room for that. Although there has been a really cool resurgence of groups in Facebook I remember this being a thing when I was in college because uh, we had a group for our radio show before there were a, such a thing as pages. And uh, anyway, then group once pages came out, groups kind of lost their luster and then then they just became like yard sales or whatever. Uh, but 
my friend Jeff created this group for Arkansas high school uh, sports broadcasters. And he's like locked it down, man. So like you can't get in unless he approves it. And it's actually been really cool and helpful because people are out there like sharing rosters. Because, you know, it's not as big of a problem at the highest classification. It's pretty easy to get rosters, although there's some schools that still, looking at you Catholic, they don't, they don't put their real roster on max preps for whatever reason. Um, <laughs> Do they put like a fake roster? They put like a 50-man roster. Oh, wow. And then you go to the game and they've got 15 kids on the bench. <laughs> And there's a lot of duplicated numbers. It's just a mess, man. It's it's the worst. Uh, but it's been cool because it's like you're controlling who gets in. And, um, you know, it's actually been helpful. I've, I've kind of enjoyed that. That's really all I use Facebook for. It's been two months since we've sat across from each other. And there's probably a lot of reasons for that. We've both been sick. We both got families, whatnot. Who cares? We're here. 2019, the show's back for now. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see when we come back again sometime no, in the we, future. We got Apple events coming up. Oh, no. Yeah, March. We got all that stuff. But first. We're always going to be here for Apple events. Yes. You can count on us for that. Right? Because, I mean. And we, we've got lots of things we want to talk about other than that, too. We just got to find time to get together. I did run into someone the other day who was leaving. This was at work. He was leaving, going to leave soon to, for a new job. And I uh, hadn't, I just found out that he was leaving. And he's like, hey, you guys still doing your, your podcast? And I was like, ah, eventually. And uh, he's like, that's just like an Apple podcast, right? And I'm like, yeah, basically. I mean, we talk other stuff occasionally, but yeah, it's it's basically an Apple podcast. I wouldn't know how to talk about anything else, though. As far as the technology side, it's mostly Apple. Yeah, I told we, him we, we, we occasionally talk about shows and movies and stuff. But, yeah. But yeah, it's whatever we want it to be, Philip. Yes, it is. It's our, uh, it's our time to... It's it's our friend time, and then people just have to listen if they want to. I don't know why they would, but they, apparently they are in February. I don't I don't understand. Come one, come all. Yeah, Bandersnatch, Bandersnatch. <sighs> when did this come? This was like right around. No, no, no. January. Was this... Jan January. Okay. Yeah. Because they they kind of did a sneak attack on us. There had been rumors. Because I had posted rumors in our. Uh, Black Mirror channel in our Slack because that's how strange we are. Um, oh, I'm sorry, twenty twenty eighth of December. Oh, so okay, okay, so it wasn't. I felt like I felt like it was in December, but I was thinking we recorded, you know, in December before Christmas, and I guess yeah, it dropped late. There had been those rumors for a while though that they were gonna do some. You know, Netflix was playing around with a choose your own adventure style Black Mirror. Uh, and we just thought it would be an episode in the next season, but it turns out it's like kind of like a Christmas special, I guess, which they have a great track record when it comes to their Christmas specials. Uh, we need to have a, a Black Mirror episode at some point, maybe as we get close to 
the new season eventually coming out. What 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 other episodes were Christmas specials? Besides I really White think Christmas? it's. I really think it's just White Christmas. Just White Christmas. Well, I mean, it's great. So they were one for one coming into <laughs> into into this one. That was thanks to you the first episode that I oh, watched. Oh man. It'd be hard to watch any of the others. You were, after. you were such an incredible guide for me, for Black Mirror. <laughs> oh, that's right, because I because you didn't watch all of them, did you? I didn't watch any of them until all four seasons were out, and then I can't. I mean, we can look back and see what my conversations were with you, but it was basically like, well, where do I watch them in order? Do I? I mean, do I? Obviously, you don't have to. No. And so I was like, well, if you don't have to, like, what what order should I watch them in? And I think you probably I made a pretty long list, right? Of like, here are the musts. Here, are the- so that's what it was. I think was that like, I didn't know how much I would love it, and so I was like, well, if I'm not gonna watch all of them, like, what what should I watch? And not not that there are even that many, but <laughs> right, but so you wisely said, well, watch White Christmas first, oh, God. and then it was a bunch of, and then it was kind of a. a you know, a bunch that you're just watching whatever order. Yeah. And, uh, but I was, I was hooked after that, but I am, I'm definitely thankful that I didn't watch E1 S1, S1 E1. As the first one. As the first one. Yeah. Because it's, it's <laughs> oh, one God. of the worst ones. Yeah. Like it's, it's far from like, it's, it's like, well, there are like 25 episodes maybe. And it's probably, I don't know. It's like 20, I found something. I found our notes here. Okay, because uh, right at the top of the channel, that's really useful. Um, oh yeah. So I, I broke it out by series, and I was telling you like these are the ones you should watch. And so series one in in parentheses before I even list the two that you should watch, I said the very first episode is rough. <laughs> I don't think it's really all that necessary to watch compared to the heights of some of the other episodes. So I, did you go and watch it eventually? I, I did watch it. Oh, okay. I've watched every single one of them. At this point. Okay. The first episode was one of the last ones that I watched. And I mean, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad I watched it mostly so that I understand what other people are referring to yeah. when they talk about it. Um, I mean, you know, I, I, I can see what, what, what Charlie Berger was after in, with that one. I only put two episodes from series one. Series two, I said there were four and that's all there were were four. And I said, honestly, I think all four are worth watching. Series three, I just told you three, and I don't know how many there were. You said Men Against Fire is okay? Which is nuts. I didn't really like it that uh, much. We, we, we can, we can, well, we can <laughs> I didn't, talk a lot. I didn't hate one. it. Oh. But I just, it just wasn't like, you know, there are levels, right? There are levels of these are the elite. These are the yeah. these are okay, and then the you know then there's a the level Man, of Man Against Fire is elite though. Now Hated in the Nation is way freaking too long. Was and Hated in the Nation the the one with the bees? Yes. Okay. It, I I kind of like that one too. It was it, it wasn't bad, but it was 89 minutes, which is like 20 minutes longer than almost any other one. And I mean, it's basically as long as a movie. Yeah. And I just felt like no, you had a good idea, but one of the things I love about um, especially like, I love that some of them are just, like, straight to the point. Like, uh, whatever the one is in uh, season four, uh, uh, Metalhead, it's, like, 41 minutes long. Yeah. And, and it does not waste any time. It doesn't waste any time. Just get straight to it. And it's just, like, boom. Off to the races. 
Survive if you may. I want to. I want to go back, man. We have to go back. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I guess I never put series four on here. Uh, well, I I, I did come back and tell you I, I finished series four. I and I said I'd say that they are all worth watching. My favorites were USS Callister and Black Museum. Yeah, Black so. Museum is one of <laughs> one of my favorites. Yeah. real good. Probably prob, prob, that's probably my favorite of all of them. I, maybe. Oh man, we haven't even talked about Bandersnatch. <laughs> just the... No, we'll we'll come back to it. all that to say. Black yes, Mirror as a whole. We will have a Black Mirror episode yes. at some point because it's um man, it's I was worried whenever Netflix took over that. You know, I was just like, oh, man, what? Because they were going to do more, too, like just more episodes per season or series or whatever you want to say. But the, I don't feel like the quality has really dipped. I mean, if I, I some of my favorites I mean, have been. I would assume, though, with as much money as Netflix is spending, that their budgets are probably a lot higher. And they have the same showrunner. So that obviously helps a lot, too. Um, okay. <laughs> so Bandersnatch though is a pretty big departure. It is more I don't know if if saying it's movie length is necessarily correct because depending on how you really went about it, it could be very short if you just kind of give up and don't keep recycling back in. It could be so short. I mean, if you chose uh to stay at the company and proceed with the game there. It's like 10 minutes long. Maybe not even that. Yeah. And then it just takes you back in. I, I made it. I made it pretty far in. I mean, I probably made it like almost an hour in before it told me like you just have to go back and choose the other choice. Yeah. And I liked it a whole lot more up until that point. <laughs> okay. Well, well Let's just dive in. So, well, first, set, setting the stage is a choose-your-own-adventure. So it's very a very different experience for Black Mirror and Netflix in general because I don't think they had done anything else like this yet that I'm that I'm aware of. Um, it is very, it is very video game ish, which obviously they heavily lean into since the plot is very heavily involves video game development and designers and things like that. Uh, set in the 80s, I'm guessing. Uh, 84. And so if you've ever played a choose-your-own-adventure video game, like any of the Telltale games, or if you've ever done a choose-your-own-adventure book, then like you know how this works. You, you, at a certain point, you get a, a choice branch, and you make your choice, and things play out how they play out. And the thing about Bandersnatch, though, is that, like you said, it does at certain points... If you make a decision, it's either over or you can decide you want to go back and maybe, which that's, I guess it has to be that way because otherwise you could have a 10 minute and you're done experience. So I guess it kind of has to do that if you want to get to, I think they had five different true endings. So if you wanted to get to those, then you kind of at certain points had to go back and, and change your mind. It just... Just out of the gates, let's. How did you feel about it? What did you like it or not? I felt like it was okay. Um, it was it was far from like I felt like it wasn't 
the level of quality that most of Black Mirror has been. And I, I guess a lot of that was, I, it kind of just took me out of it to a large extent that I was continually making these choices. And that I was even like anticipating what choices they were going to make me make. Like at one point really early on, they ask if you would agree to uh, the September 12th delivery of this game that you're going to make. Yeah. And so I'm thinking like, oh, they're going to ask me if I like me more time. And it's not something you ask about, but because, because like they're continually asking you things then every question, I feel like I like have to make a decision about, it's just in my mind, like to make a decision about it because they might ask me about that and which, which way I want to go. And so I don't know. I mean, I felt like it was, it was okay. It was, I mean, it was interesting. It was an interesting experience, but it didn't seem to be as at the high quality that, that Black Mirror usually is. Yeah. I, there was a certain part in the story where I started really liking it. And it was, um, it's when he was at the computer and like, it, it, it's, it, he's starting to realize, or he's starting to think that like someone's controlling him type thing. And so he just, like, I, as I remember it, he just kind of starts talking to you, the viewer, and then you can pick responses that show up on the computer, right? Is that is that kind of how it played mm -hmm. out? It's been, I mean, I watched it right when it came out, so it's been a, a, a few months almost. And when that started happening, I was like, oh, man, this is awesome. Like, this is a really cool Black Mirror-ish type of, scenario and 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 you're like involved in it you know but then it just my my first ending that i got to i didn't realize that it was an ending and i really didn't like it and so i thought oh they're making me go back again but it was i i soon realized oh no that was an ending and i just decided to go back i didn't it just wasn't always clear to me is this part of the kind of reset or is this or is this really an ending i didn't know until i got the second ending that i got and then i i didn't like that one either <laughs> so <I> just <laughs> the thing that i don't like about it is that there is no definitive ending because they have five different endings i, I think maybe it was just four and i can't think maybe you can remember but I honestly can't remember any of their other episodes that were ambiguous at the end. There may have been a few, but the thing I like about Black Mirror is it's always telling its story and like, it's just, it is what it is. It's really ugly and you're just going to have to look at it. You know, like you have to live with it. There have been certain points um, like Hated in the Nation, for example, maybe that ending was a little ambiguous. Like you kind of think you know what she's going to do at the end of that, but you don't see it play out probably because it was so long and they didn't want to add another five or six minutes to it. Appreciate um, that. But other than that, I really can't think of any Black Mirror ending that wasn't very explicit to what was happening. And the fact that this Again, inherently, it's a choose-your-own-adventure, so they have to have... Well, I'm not even sure they have to have multiple endings because there's a lot of... Um, I mentioned Telltale earlier, right? In these Telltale games, 
um, in which I haven't played a lot of them, but I've played the first couple seasons of The Walking Dead. I would love to play the rest of them, but I just haven't got to them yet. Um, the way that kind of works is you have all these decision decision points, right? And it affects like the decisions you make. Someone might die or someone else might die if you choose the other way, that kind of stuff. But ultimately, you're getting to the same ending. Maybe you just don't have the same cast of characters around you once you get there. And and there are a lot of gamers that are like, well, that's kind of lame. But th- they kind of have to do that, right? Because then they're going to have a season two and they have to have some kind of continuity for everybody you know, to, to go into that game. It can't just be like huge characters are gone because that just wouldn't make any sense. Whereas this is just a one and done story, so they can they can play around with these endings, right? And and have four or five, I can't remember, very different endings. I I guess I, I would have felt better about it, I think, if you never hit a dead end before you hit an ending. Yes. Like I, I just felt like however you have to do it, even if because I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but with a choose your own adventure book, then like your fifth place, you know, your your fifth stop through the adventure, you could make a, a myriad of choices on one through four choices to, and hit the same fifth stop. Yeah. And so the beginning of the story may be a little different and yet then it kind of picks up, you know, there's there could be three different beginnings that kind of merge with one another and then... You know, if you choose the same same choices from there, you end up with the same ending. And I don't know. I I, I just I I would have appreciated not that this wouldn't have been more difficult if if any number any you know permutation of choices I, it led you to an ending and never just never had stopped. to hard reboot and, right. and start a, start right. back from that point. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It would be insanely difficult i'm sure but it just seems like it would have been worth it to really go that extra effort for especially because it's black mirror man yeah and i i just i also felt like some of the choices were just like needless some of that too was like just to get you into the like the habit of oh i've got to do this right i guess and i guess after a while you know you didn't really I mean, what, what cereal did you choose? It's very important. I chose Frosties. Obviously, because we're not savages. Thank you. <laughs> but, I mean, the only, the only difference is... Where did it show up? Obviously, the music one. Um, like Depending on which music group you chose, then when you talk to the guy a few minutes later, he just mentioned that music group. So Yeah, it I mean, wasn't it, a big change. It didn't really change anything. I guess, to me... I just would have appreciated it if you only asked me to make a choice about something that actually mattered. Because then every time after that, I'm wondering, well, does this choice actually matter? And then once you hit a dead end, it's like, well, do I really have a choice here? Or if I choose one of them, are you going to force me to go back right. and choose the other one? Um, and then there was at one point where you could choose with the therapist to learn more about like how his relationship was with his mom, I think. And if you chose that one, it just ended really quickly. And I was like, well, I would kind of like to know about that part of the story. And you just like 
don't have a part of the story to tell me this choice that you gave me. I don't know. I, I just, I didn't like that. There were parts too where I wasn't really sure what the other option was. Um, like it wasn't super, for instance, when you went to the therapist and I don't know if it was the first or second time and like you see someone walking away and it turns out it's that Colin guy, but I didn't realize that's who it was. So I didn't, I didn't feel like I had enough information to make the choice. You know, like there were just, sometimes it wasn't always super clear what was going on for me to really understand what my options were. But ultimately it just didn't feel having all these different endings that are way different. That's just not black mirror to me. Black mirror is, this is the story. Uh, and, and, I'm not saying that they couldn't have still done a choose your own adventure. I just feel like it probably should have all led to the same finish with maybe slight differences based on your previous choices, much like a telltale video game. And, you know, but that's not for everybody. And I'm sure they thought it was a lot cooler to have these different endings. Cause then you get like people talking to each other, like what ending did you give? You know, all that stuff. But they were all so radically different and strange that I didn't, like I told you, I, I got one ending, didn't realize it was the end. So I, I thought I had to go back. Turns out I didn't have to go back, but I did. Then I got a different ending. And that's when I realized, oh, that first one was also an ending. I don't like either one of these. So I guess I'm going to go back again. And I didn't like any of the endings that I, that I got. And then when I I went online and, and, and saw what the other two were, I didn't like any of them. And it just, it left a really sour taste in my mouth. My first ending was when you like end up fighting the, <laughs> the therapist. Well, and That's quite a first ending. Yeah. And then it turns out to be like, you're an actor, but you, you just have like kind of lost it, which I thought was, that's, that's kind of cool. But it just didn't jive with the earlier scene of like knowing you're being controlled by someone and, you know, talking to, to me, the audience, that part was so cool to me for it then to end. He's just an actor. And well, then what was going on with him? Like it just didn't, it just didn't feel right. Like it didn't make sense to me. And I think my second ending was, Gosh, I don't even I don't even remember what the the other endings were, but I remember I ended up getting three endings, and I didn't like I didn't like any of them. Yeah, and so it just kind of left uh just I don't know, it just left kind of a sour taste in my mouth. Yeah, I guess the thing that most soured me on it was that the first ending that I got was like hitting a dead end. It was like no, you, you chose wrong. You know. Oh well, yeah, that's true too. I did that happened several times. And yeah. So, like to me, I just would have really appreciated it if. You just got to an ending, you know, no matter what choices you made, you got to some, some ending. And so I thought, I thought that was, I also, the fact that they brought in Netflix into it. See, I kind of liked it. I thought it was kind of hokey. I, I really kind of thought it was cool. Like that whole part, because that was the scene that yeah. I really liked, um, where you're like trying to explain Netflix to him and he has no idea. Like to me, that was, it obviously super meta right but i i really kind of liked it if it would have ultimately led to if you know that funneled into some kind of crazy black mirror ending but 
none of the endings really had anything to to do with that ultimately mm-hmm. I, I don't know man it was and then all the different i feel like i tried to open that safe 50 gazillion different times put in every code that you could think of it was just weird <laughs> the whole thing was weird and i like weird i like black mirror weird but it just didn't feel none of it felt really like authentic black mirror to me except for that that part where it got super meta i, I kind of i really actually did like that <laughs> a lot i'm ashamed to say i did think it was interesting that and i thought it was interesting but i would have appreciated because it was always left and right that you were choosing between and left was always default so i kind of would have liked it if sometimes left was default and sometimes right was default they started messing with you (laughs) (laughs) but i i i do i do wonder like what you get if you just choose the default every single time maybe you actually get to an ending that way i don't know yeah yeah i don't know it's a it's a good question i don't know if i care enough to go back did you go back and see see. what all the endings were i so i think i got to every ending because i kept going back and making different choices. Um, I don't know if I remember every single one of them. Um, I'm going to go read about them. Sugar puffs or frosties? Frosties all the way. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, man. If I I was... If you were coming to me today, hadn't seen any of Black Mirror, I don't think I would... I, I probably would put it on the list just to experience it because it's kind of, it's a fun thing to experience, but it would be really low on my list of definitely wouldn't start you off with it. Right. No, I have, t- totally agree with that. Have you ever played any like choose your own adventure video game? Cause it's a very similar experience. Yeah. I don't think so. You should. I've, I think I've recommended the telltale games mm-hmm. to you before, especially the, the walking dead. The first season is great. Um, the second season, it's it's not as great, but it's still fun. Like if you like the first season, you you should play it. I I bought season three, just haven't played it, and then season four, which is the final season, it's had so much. <laughs> it's been it's been crazy. Like they released an episode, and then they uh, released the second episode, and we're like, all right, this is it. Uh, we are no longer a company. Like we're just we're done. Sorry. It was supposed to be four episodes. It just was two. And then Skybound ended up buying it and which Skybound publishes the walking dead and they've, they're finishing it out. But anyway, it's, it's kind of been a weird thing. So, but you can every once in a while on PSN, they'll have them on sale for super cheap. Uh, so you should definitely get season one sometime. And, uh, and they've all been remastered. They're on PS4. So, and they're just, it's, you know, it's a little boring because it's just basically walk around, interact with some object, make a choice, you know, some, but sometimes as you can imagine <laughs> in the walking dead, things get a little hectic and you you don't have a lot of time to choose. And maybe you got like four different options and it can get, it can get a little crazy sometimes, but it's fun. It's, it's fun to, to just play through and see what you get. And uh, I've never gone back and played them again. Although since they've come to PS4, I've I've really wanted to go back and play from the start before I play season three and then season four. Like I w- want to go back and do seasons one and two again because your choices carry over into each season. Mm. 
which is kind of cool. Like it's cool. And characters remember things that you did and or didn't do. <laughs> it's it's a neat it's a neat experience, and it's just not a. I could see it being a good experience for you because it's not like a super stressful, engaging experience. Like it, it, if you just wanted, you know, to have a chill night and just experience a story. It's basically what it is. Is just a story, but you're getting to pick mm-hmm. uh, what's happening. Which again is a choose your own adventure. <laughs> uh, some people are like, "That's not really a video game." And I'm like, "Well, why not? I mean, it's it's a type of video game." Uh, but I think you would like you like The Walking Dead, so I think you would like yeah, uh, might check it out. Telltale's the and it is kind of comic booky, like the animation style. So that's that's kind of neat too. Do you think anyone's ever met Ming Chi Kuo? Like, what if he's just this mythical figure that's not actually real? Like, he's just this made-up entity that they just blame all of these leaks on. (laughs) (laughs) But he's not not even really a real person. Has anyone met Ming Chi Kuo? Has anyone (laughs) been in the same room as him? Have Tim Cook and Ming Chi Kuo been in the same room together? Ah, I see what you're doing here. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. When did he rise to prominence? Was it also the time that Tim <laughs> Cook started to rise to prominence? He's been doing it for a while. Well, our buddy Ming Chi Kuo came out with, well, I don't know if like he intended for this. Well, I'm sure eventually he intends for these things to get out. I don't really understand. No, no so, one. I read this today. So he he releases these as he releases these to like business people oh, who okay. wanna who wanna know. But he also releases them to the rumor sites with the to get paid. Understanding well, yes. They pay him for him. And with the understanding that they won't just like take his private reports that he gives to business insiders and just print them, but they'll you know, just do kind of commentary on them and say, you know, this is what he said and this is what we think about it. But And if they ever cross him, he'll cut him off. Right. Okay. Right. He holds a lot of power. I wonder how much he's getting paid for these reports. I'm, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure he makes a, a fine living because, um, I mean, all this is worth a lot of money to a lot of people. So. Yeah, I mean, there's whole podcasts that exist on... His information alone and make their own uh, money off of that. Uh, so he came out with his 2019 lineup, according to Ming Chi Kuo. I'm just going to go down the list because it, it covers <laughs> it covers the the full game. Or is there is there a certain one you'd want to start with, Philip? I just want to start with this graphic. <laughs> this graphic, okay, yes, is insane. It is. It's just wild. I. The iPhone has this uh, image of a like gold pig. Yes, golden pig thing. I'm not really sure. Sh- is it the year of the pig in China? Um, I don't think so. so I, I don't know. I'm, I don't know what to take away from that. There's, and a, there's a kangaroo. We will have a watch. Yeah, we'll definitely have a, uh, a link in in the show notes about. Well, to a lot of these separate reports on Mac rumors, and all of them have this image at the at the top, so it'll be hard hard to miss. But you should definitely look at it because it, it is it is strange. It is wild. Um. All right. Well, let's just 
let's just go down the order of his strange image here. And of course, he starts with iPhone because who who wouldn't? Um, but the iPhone stuff is kind of, I would say, kind of the least interesting of of all the the stuff. We'll, we'll dive into it. Um, new new iPhone models, except they're not really new because it's six and a half inches, five point eight. Uh, those two are OLED, so that's same as what we have now and then a 6.1 inch lcd so it does look like the uh the 10r shall ride again uh even though who knows what to believe because apple says it was their best-selling phone but then all these other people are like it's not selling as good as they want it to sell who knows who knows what to believe both could be true Uh, i will say out of all the new 2018 iPhones that I've seen in the wild, I have seen more 10Rs than I have seen of the other two. Do you, do you know when you see? Do, you, do when, I do when know. you see a 10S? They're they're noticeably thicker, I think. No, no, no. But when you see a 10S versus a 10, do you know? Well, okay. Listen, I would know because it's a new phone. Like when I'm I'm saying it's people I know. Where, where I'm noticing, oh, you got a new phone. They're not going to buy a 10. Okay. I mean, they might, but... Well, all first right. of all, <laughs> the first time I saw a 10R was in this very room that we're recording in. Uh, I had to bring someone in here at work and record them talking about some nonsense that who knows... I don't, I don't even know what they talked about. Um, that's just my job. And he, he had his phone out. And I knew that it was a 10R because it was, for one, it was a different color. And so I knew it had to have been. And actually, how I noticed it was really the camera bump on the back because it's noticeably different uh, than like an 8 or 7. Um, and so, I, <laughs> and then it's just a bigger phone. And and then I think it, I think his was white. So, you know, there, that's not a super unique color out of all the other ones, but. I said, oh, do you have, do you have a 10R? I haven't seen one uh, in person yet. And he goes, yeah, I got an XR. And I'm like, oh, no, a, a 10R. And he goes, oh, it's an XR. I didn't talk to him the whole rest of the, the time. I just let him record, and I just couldn't. I couldn't handle him after that. Um, yeah. It's just reading letters. I mean, can you blame the man? I correct everyone who says it because... <laughs> Why? Because they need to know that they're wrong, Philip. They can't live in their ignorance forever. <laughs> you of all I, people I should think, not I think be. They could. No, 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 no. This is it's just it's a losing battle. This has Philip written all over it. I would think you would praise my actions <laughs> for correcting people on something this simple. I don't know. What happened to you, Philip? <laughs> With this, I just I just it's so nonsensical that I don't know. I don't even know who I'm talking to anymore. <laughs> anyway, so new 2019 iPhone models looks like they're really going to be the same as what we have now in terms of overall look and feel. Um, although the feel might be a little different as uh, there's this mention of frosted glass casing. I don't know what that means. have no idea. Um, he... Uh, uh, Quo is predicting that it will stick with lightning this year, so no USB-C, um, even though iPads just moved to USB-C this, uh, this past fall. That might have gotten you excited thinking that the phone might, but it uh, doesn't look like it's going to be. 
Uh, three cameras, although he doesn't say which phones will have three cameras or if they all have three cameras. I highly doubt that. Uh, I would highly doubt that the 10R would have three or whatever it's called. Uh, improved face ID and improved battery life seems to be. Also, this bilateral wireless charging, I guess in theory, it seems like the popular theory out there is that you would then be able to charge a, a new set of AirPods, which are presumed to have a, a wireless charging case. And shouldn't that work for an Apple Watch as well? I mean, I guess it would, but I don't know. Like, it just seems such an awkward thing to me to... Like, I think about if I'm out in the wild, maybe I'm I'm traveling somewhere, I'm on an airplane, and I need to charge my, my AirPods in a pinch. That doesn't seem super awkward in that scenario. But, okay, taking my watch off, trying to sit the phone evenly in my lap, put my, my watch on it. I don't know. Like, it just seems like it would be a really bizarre thing and would it would it give enough power off that that's i don't know like how much power could it really give i don't know how much power the watch really needs i don't know i mean i I know that the the new galaxy phones they just released that that have bilateral wireless charging they they charge the the galaxy watch which i mean probably requires less power than the apple watch but um i i think it would be really nice when you're going on like a weekend trip that you wouldn't have to bring your Apple oh, Watch charger. Man, there you go, Philip. Because you're going to charge them both at night. And you just flip your phone upside down. Plug it in or just put it on a Qi char- If you put it on a Qi charger, could it also be wirelessly charging <laughs> I don't think so. the thing on top of it? These are these are the important life I think questions. You're just going to need a, a lightning cable and you plug that into the phone, but then the back of the phone is for. If this is truly. The purpose of of where they're going with this, they gotta go to USB C, I think, because then I just have one cable. That's it for my MacBook, for my iPad Pro, for my phone. It just all works the same. What if Air Power is actually gonna be an iPad Pro with three different spots to bilaterally charge on the back of it? Yeah, yeah. Um, They're gonna pivot. No, it's gonna be an iPad Mini. Okay, yes, new iPad Mini. Yes, so it can serve. You cracked it. <laughs> I cracked the code. It can serve as a, an iPad for your children while you're traveling, and then when you get to your destination, you just put it upside down or or face down on the uh, the little side table in your creepy hotel room, and then you just put all your stuff on it, and it yes charges it all. Yes. I mean, that will that will certainly in my mind help justify the crazy amount they're going to charge for air power now that they've had to completely redesign it at least twice um before it comes out. So yeah, I think if it's really just an iPad then I'm I'm on board with spending all the money it's going to cost for it. Oh, yeah, so not as much fun stuff to talk ab- about on the phone. I don't really I, understand I, the frosted glass thing like what is what is that about i mean to make it more grippy i think um i would i would guess that they go kind of towards where they went with jet black which was more grippy easier to hold i mean i i, I think it'd be nice oh the other thing that i've been thinking about that i may have heard or read somewhere else i can't remember 
if it is bilateral charging, you just imagine that that's going to make replacing the back even more expensive. <sighs> it's just definitely. It seems like everything they're doing at this point, you might as well, I guess, I mean, I'm still not going to, but it seems like most people would just think, I'm just going to get this Apple Care Plus or whatever. Well, they're just going to put a case on it, though. I don't think most people, I think most people, when they when they go in there and they buy their phone and they they see how much it is and they're just like, ah, just add a couple hundred dollars more on or if they're buying the phone through Apple anyway and they're like their little program, then I guess they're getting it. Yes. Anyway. Because well, they're paying for it. Right. Well, yeah. I, I think most everyone just has a case on their phone. I mean, that's what I, I do, but I don't, I don't know how many people have Apple Care. I mean, I don't know if people do or not. I, I would I would guess that they don't though. I think if most people went to the support site and saw how much it costs to replace <laughs> the glass, but then if you're gonna have they a probably case on your would. phone, then I'm I'm not saying logical people like you and me. I'm saying most people out there that, you know, feeling cool if they're getting their new iPhone. But then it only takes one time that you don't use the Apple Care that you will not get the Apple Care again. And that time you will break the phone. Yes. But you, nobody wants to pay for something they don't use. Anything stand out to you on the phone situation? I think that uh like a Face ID 2.0 could be one of the biggest actual, you know, experience. Oh, is that additions. is that gonna make you uh, finally give up your SE? I okay, say, I didn't think so. I didn't yeah. say that. Don't spit that nonsense out there, Philip. Don't tell me that any of this excites you because you're not gonna get it. Get one. I was going to buy a 10R. Yeah, you were going to, and but you didn't. Okay, <laughs> not for lack of trying. You know who did buy a 10R? Who bought a 10R? That that Amy lady. All right. Yeah. And she loves it. She should. Yeah. Because she had a 6S. <laughs> so she uh, she was telling me these stories about when she traveled to New York for work and her phone died and she was out in the middle of nowhere and she didn't know where she was going and her husband was trying to call her, but her phone was dead and they just thought she was dead in New York somewhere. And she got home from the oh trip my. and was like... Yeah, I'm uh, I'm gonna have to get a phone now. I'm like, well, you got that director money. Should have done it a long time ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, and she loves it. She got she got the blue, and it looks good. My mom got a blue ten R. Yeah, looks nice. Yeah, and uh, I'm happy. Happy for. Her. I think for most people, that's the ten R is the right phone to get. I think it's great, and I wish my wife would have liked the colors. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's keep going. iPad, uh, existing panel size of 9.7 inches is going to upgrade to 10.2. I don't, it, I guess maybe if, if they're going to take the, the iPad, not the pros, but like the 9.7 inch iPad and extend it to, to, to maybe include face. I don't know what they're doing here. Because how does 10.2 make sense? The only thing I can think of it making sense is if they, if they, you know, shrink the bezels right. and, and do that whole Go just edge ge to gesture edge. interface, no home button, which I would love. I would just be totally for that because I would love to have an iPad that's, that's gesture driven with no home button, but I don't use mine enough to buy a, buy a pro. 
um, especially at the prices that they're right. going at now. But if um, you do that, if you make those changes at that baseline model, does it then become too expensive? Because wasn't the whole push when they brought out this new iPad back in March was to go into education, right? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know that. I don't know that that's what makes it so expensive. You put the Face know. ID cameras and sensors in that, there. That's true. That's going to be all fifteen dollars, which you're going to have to, you know, sell for fifty or sixty or seventy dollars worth of value. I don't know. We'll see. We'll we'll see what this what this ten point two. I I can't see it. There's no reason for them to change that nine point seven to ten point two if it's going to have a home button and look like right. it does, but just be slightly bigger. Yeah. So I mean, if no sense. If Quote knows what he's talking about, I, I think it must mean that they're going to shrink the bezels and go with no home button. And if they do that with the iPad Mini, I will be <laughs> what? No, the happiest. That's never going to happen. No, it doesn't make any sense that it would. But it just gives me a slight bit of hope because it would be pretty cool if you're going to update the iPad but, Mini. But God no, because then you would never get rid of your SE. It would be, be the greatest world. Oh. I hope That's that all I want, work. okay? Just give me a 10-style 10, 10 SE and an iPad mini with no home button and just crank those out every 18 months. And well, got, what do you think? You got a customer. What do you think about this iPad mini business? Why now? Like, why? The mini is great. I, there are lots of people that the mini is the best iPad for them. And I don't understand that there's, I don't understand why Apple wouldn't want to have a part of that market, especially at the markup that they're getting. I, I mean, maybe it hasn't sold well, but do you think it I goes down in price though? Because even like the, the iPad mini four that you can still buy today, it's more than the, 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 that, you know, the newer 9.7 inch iPad. That's because of, that's because they only sell the 128 gigabyte model, True. which is just, <laughs> you know what I think, because there, there's also rumors and I, I, I don't know if we're going to, yeah, it's down further. There's also rumors. There's going to be a new iPad touch, which that makes even less sense to me than the iPad mini. But I think kind of some of the reasoning I've heard out there that m seems to make sense to me is, these devices are so old that if you're going to keep selling them, you have to up, upgrade the processors in them because they're not going to be able to run iOS for much longer, um, at, at least not the, the latest version, right? I think even the, the iPad mini, maybe like two, the four, I guess, could maybe still run, run iOS 12. I'm, I'm not sure. But um, that's my, my, that logic makes sense to me. Like, okay, they have to either decide... We're completely done with these devices, the iPad mini and the, the iPad t iPod touch, or we're just going to do, uh, you know, really simple refresh just so we can keep selling these things. Uh, but we have to put new processors in them or they're not going to be able to keep running the, the latest version of iOS. Yeah, they may be in solidly Mac mini territory yeah. where they're not going to stop selling them, but they're not going to update them frequently. And if you want one, you can buy it. And hey, if the Mac Mini is an indication of what they might potentially do with a new iPad That's Mini true. or iPod Touch, and those are your devices, those are the things you like, then I'd say you might have a good year coming up yeah. because Mac Mini was great. I'm all for them selling more, more iterations, more variety of devices. I, I mean, I, I think it's I think it's a great thing. 
Um, and there was, I don't know if this rumor is on here or not, but there was another rumor about, um, a new iPad pro with just up updated, um, processors, which again, the iPad pros have seemed to be more on like a 18 month cycle. Um, just hold that thought. Cause I think we'll come back around to that when we talk about the, um, the new, new rumored screen, which is in. The next thing on this crazy graphic, uh, Mac, all new design for a 16 to 16 and a half inch MacBook Pro. Also, we'll see the new Mac Pro this year and a 31.6 inch 6K by 3K Apple monitor. Let's just let's just stop right there, uh, Philip. Which of these glorious things do you want to talk about first? Uh, I, I would like to talk about the one that's going to cost the least, which would be the MacBook Pro. Okay. I mean, I'm not, yeah. I mean, who, that seems like the thing that might cost the least because, and that's insane, but let's talk about this new 16 inch MacBook Pro. It, they say all new design, but they don't mention anything about the 13 inch MacBook Pros. So what's happening here? I, I think that like they did with the Retina models when they introduced it with the 15-inch first and the 13-inch didn't come until the second or third generation of Retina MacBook Pros, they're probably, they're probably I mean, the, the new design, I would guess, is a little easier to roll out in a larger form factor. Um, and then you can figure out how to cram that in to a smaller form factor. Do you think... On. Do you think this machine will lean more toward the actual pro audience? Or do you think it's gonna gonna be just here's our new design and eventually we'll kind of roll this design down the line? I think it's probably just gonna be the 15 inch with narrower bezels, maybe much narrower. So kind of like what they did with the 12.9 inch iPad Pro. Right. And or I guess actually I, it would be more like what they did with the the 11 inch iPad Pro, right? Cuz they they kept the same overall size and just expanded the screen out. Yeah. Right. Whereas with the 12.9 they actually came or no, am I thinking about that backwards? Yeah, so it's got like going 10 and a half to 11 with yes. the same gotcha. hardware. Yeah. The same hardware. Cuz right now they're 15.4 four inch mm -hmm. yeah so you're only really getting <laughs> you know you're not getting that much more altogether to get up yeah. to 16 i mean i i think less bezels would be great i mean it makes the screen bigger but it also just makes the screen look better with much less bezels i mean there, there are windows laptops all over the place that have very narrow bezels i mean bezels that are just about as narrow as, as tvs out there which have almost no bezels and uh i i think it m makes them look great so i'd be all for that i i think though probably that the level of performance is probably going to stay just at about the same i mean it's just going to be the intel chip that they can put into it there is a person here on this uh campus that i spoke to recently that has one of the 2018 i9 15 inch MacBook Pros, and he loves it. <laughs> he said it screams. And he was, uh, we used to work together on the same team, and he 
was a Windows user then, and since he he's moved into a new role recently as well, and he's actually doing more development now, and he upgraded to a 2018 i9 MacBook Pro, and he said it's it's awesome. So it's a good introduction to the Mac right there. Right? Well, I, I think he uses Macs at home, but, you know, this is not completely foreign to him. But I guess now that he's doing more development, he didn't want... I don't know. I mean, I'm sure the Windows machines are decent for them, too, but they probably scream all day. Yeah. Just like a dying, <laughs> dead person all day long. Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not even going there. I, I end up in these meetings with people, and I'm the only one that has a Mac here and it's just just fans fans for days man like no noise canceling headphones can save me from and they're just constantly running I don't understand how people I used to think people that that talked about how much they love quiet Macs and I used to think does that really matter but once I've had them for so long i didn't even really notice how quiet they were for most of the time you know like certainly there are times when i'm encoding video when they spin up and and you hear them but it's just non-stop on these windows machines these dells what is happening to these machines they're being stressed like that 24 7 can't be good i don't really notice that with the hps we have but well, maybe the HPs are better than the Dells. Maybe so. Goodness gracious. Um, so to you, this isn't, you're not seeing this as a, hey, this is like, our, we're just making a real MacBook Pro for you real MacBook Pro people that do pro things. Yeah, man. I don't, I don't think so. Okay. I, I think people want that, but. People want a lot of things. I think people want a lot of things, and Apple has shown that, they do not give you what you what you want necessarily. Um, I, I I wonder just like how much they can and will change the design. Um, other than narrowing the bezels on the on the display, um, I I would I agree with people that would love uh, an inverted T on the arrow keys rather than the full size left and right because um, I find that a little annoying. Um, but other than that, I mean, the, the trackpad just, I mean, it is what it is. It's as large as it could be. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. It's massive. The now. keyboard, obviously, I mean, if they could have a better keyboard mechanism, it's more reliable. That'd be great. Um, but as far as, as far as the, it, I mean, I think it'd be, I think it'd be great if they got rid of the touch bar just for price sake. Um, or, or at least, or at least sell models with and without the touch bar for every size, uh, however you want to do it. We saw them be flexible with the new MacBook Airs, right? Having the, uh, touch ID, but not the, the touch bar, presumably just because they wanted to hit, hit that certain lower price point. Um, I'm just, it just is weird to me that they don't mention the 13 inch MacBook Pros at all. seems like kind of a, if you're going to do a redesign, it seems like it would cascade all the way down. I think it would be nice. You got your 12-inch MacBook. I think it would... I've been complaining about this for a long time, right? Since we've 
some of our earlier shows about how much confusion there is around, well, what laptop do I get? You know, like, and I felt even more confused when they announced the MacBook Air refresh, uh, you know, back in the fall. But to me, it, it seems like, okay, 12 inch MacBook, which who knows if they'll ever refresh that. You would think they would. Uh, then you got your MacBook Air 13 inch. You kill the 13 inch non touch bar MacBook Pro. You just, you just get rid of that. You just have the MacBook Air. I think that would eliminate a lot of confusion. But then also update the 13-inch MacBook Pro with Touch Bar to have the thinner bezels too. Maybe it's like a 14-inch, and then you got your 16-inch. So I don't just size-wise, like it seems so much cleaner. It really seems kind of like what they've done with the iPad versus the iPad Pro, where there's size differences. They're also just visually. Uh, different device, like just you can just right. look at them and see. Oh, okay, these are different different devices. Yeah, it's just weird to me that they don't mention the 13 inch at all. Yeah, but we'll we'll see. Uh, it's it's interesting. This 31 inch uh, display, which you know they they said when they announced the Mac Pro that they were also going to be working on a display. So this is obviously what's going with that. We mentioned the rumor about new iPad pros earlier seems to me like if you're going to do this processor bump in your iPad pros, maybe it's just so that it could work with this potential new display as well. Heard that, heard that rumor out there. Cause otherwise, why are you doing a, a processor bump to your iPad pros that you just came out with new ones? Yeah. I, I don't really see it happening cause I don't see them going Thunderbolt. In the iPad Pro, and I don't think they can. What if this display is also a touch display for Pro things, Philip? Everybody <laughs> is just really not happening. Just really dreaming big lately. I I really I mean they already make. Well, do they make? Um, they already sell a 5K display that the iPad can't hook up right? to. Yes. So I don't, I don't, I don't think they have any problem releasing this six K display for the newest MacBook Pros and the Mac Pro, and that's what it's for. All right, because and and large part, like I don't know what you get from, particularly for for an iPad interface, I don't know what you get from going to thirty one and a and a half inches. I mean, I guess if you're looking at content, then the more the merrier. Listen, man, the people that say the 27-inch iMacs are too big, I don't know what's wrong with these people. I don't know if they're, like, way too close to the screen. Because, don't get me wrong, I love my 27-inch iMac. It's my favorite computer ever. But it's not too big. People that say they have to, like, really turn their head to look at one side versus the other, what are they doing? Are they, is it just like three inches from their face? I, I don't understand. It is not that big, okay? There's plenty of room for a few more inches in there, in, in my opinion. And I just can't imagine. Well, I can't imagine because I see every day how good a screen, you know, Apple, I know that they're not making the screen, but you know what I mean? Like the way that they can take full advantage of these big, beautiful screens with the, wide color gamut and all that stuff to then imagine them making their own display. Man, 
I'm never going to have it. But I'm. It's gonna be awesome for whoever yeah. has the means to to get a Mac Pro yeah. and, and and one of these or a MacBook Pro and I'm I'm guessing it's gonna be twenty five hundred dollars. That's my guess. Yeah, it's gonna be expensive. I mean, how much were the the cinema displays back when they first came out? I think the thirty inch was a thousand dollars, but that was like nineteen twenties money. Today right. it'd be thirty five hundred, at least. They do mention, uh, quote does mention new thirteen inch MacBook Pros would just have a bump in RAM or an option to to go up to the thirty two gigs, which you can get on the the fifteen inch models today, but not on the thirteen inch. Three thousand dollars. What you were way off. Eight hundred dollars for the twenty inch. No, I'm sorry. This is this is a. Uh... A reduction in prices in 2005. <laughs> uh, reducing it down to 800 for the 20 inch, 1500 for the 23 inch, and $3,000 for 30 inch. Man. So that's like what? $100 an inch? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> that's, those, how math, that's how math works. For those so. scoring at home. I mean, they were sweet. There's a Apple Cinema display down. Well, I think. I th- I'm not sure I ever have really seen one in real life. Because maybe what I'm thinking of isn't the actual cinema display. Did they have other displays before or after that? So a- after that, they've had the Thunderbolt <laughs> displays, which look just a lot like an iMac. Okay. I think that's what um, someone has downstairs still. But it, those 1080, I just I can't do those anymore. I I, I have a 27 inch monitor at home, and it's just not even close to my my 5K iMac. It's just not. I mean, it's 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 fine, it's fine. But that that's it. So they started at thirteen hundred dollars for the 20 inch, two thousand dollars for the 23 inch, and thirty three hundred dollars for the 30 inch. Gosh, goodness. In 2004. Wow. Bonkers. Apple will charge money for things like just enormous amounts of money. All, All right. right. Apple Watch, quote, predicting ECG support for additional countries, a new ceramic casing design, um, which they had ceramic on this, the Series 2 and the Series 3, which looked, if I have to say, looked pretty sweet. <laughs> um but but yeah, it was interestingly missing from the Series 4 when it was announced. So maybe maybe it just took a while to get that new Series 4 design working just right. With I don't, I don't know. I'm, I don't know why they couldn't have had it uh, last year. At, I at would launch. guess that they'll do this for the same reason that they have previously released the product Red Phones mid-cycle. I don't know exactly what those reasons are, but whatever those reasons are, I think it's probably the same reasons that you wait to release the ceramic design now. I just kind of wonder if maybe it was difficult to get it to get it to work at those smaller bezels. Eh. Maybe it took a little extra Apple design magic or they I, just realized, oh yeah, you know, next year we're not gonna have much of a change. So let's just let's just hold off on that. Maybe yeah. maybe more of that. 
Um, and yeah, so other than that, we mentioned new iPod Touch and uh, AirPower. <laughs> I don't even want to. AirPower and new AirPods, which he's saying those would come in the first half of 2019. So you would think maybe maybe they get talked about in March at this this um, rumored or is it still rumored at this point this March event I think it's just I guess you know they haven't released invitations for it but March 25th I think is nearly a done deal and we'll talk more about that in a future episode but that's all going to be the new video service and maybe right. some additional uh, services things like this whole new Apple news thing that they're doing with yeah magazines and whatnot and airpods can't come soon enough yeah okay so yeah well this is a, a good point to to talk about this my airpods man they're dying a slow and painful death like my left my left airpod still gets i'd say about an hour and a half maybe two hours i don't even think it gets two hours honestly i haven't timed it out but it's the one that I that fell in the toilet a long time ago. But my right AirPod is getting even worse than that. It just should have put it in the toilet. I know. It just it, I I've timed it because it's just started just cutting off. I don't even get the warning. It just cuts off, and it's about exactly an hour. Last time I timed it, it was an hour and two minutes. It Goodness. just cuts off, and as soon as I put it in the case. If I look at the charge level on on my phone, you know, in the case, it'll it'll say it's like ninety eight percent. I don't know what's mm. going on. There's all sorts of with that sucker, there. but yeah, I mean, they're just. It's not a really huge deal because I don't wear them both at the same time, really ever. I mean, it's always just one, and so I can still get a pretty good, you know, experience out of them when I'm powering through some some podcasts. I really only wear them at home now, though, because when I'm here at work, I've got these, um, you know, this Jabra headset that's got some noise cancellation. It's not, it's on the ear. It's not fully over the ear, but it's, it's pretty nice for what it is. And so I just use those at work now. I don't, I don't even use my AirPods when I'm at work. And, but man, yeah. Although I just feel like from what all we've been hearing, it doesn't seem like they're going to be the big update that you would want them to be. And I don't know, maybe I'm just being a little unrealistic with, with that, but I don't think I'm going to be as in love with them as I was with, you know, AirPods 1.0 when they came out, it was just like, Oh man, this is amazing. I don't think I'm going to have that same wow factor with, with product number two. Some of that may be because I'm secretly more interested in the over the ear headphones that have also been rumored but we'll just ha and that's the thing i don't feel like i don't feel like those are gonna come out at the same time as these new airpods and so i'm just hesitant to do anything but my airpods right now are so terrible that i kind of just want to get new ones but i don't i don't know i don't know what to do yeah i think i'm just gonna hang back i can't find my airpods on saturday oh, what and they have to be somewhere in my house and I stupidly did not go to find my iPhone soon enough until their battery had run down. They were just down. gone, yeah. So I can't track them. But it won't even tell you the last place they were? It'll, it'll tell me the last place, which is in the garage. Okay. At the time that Blair got home from work on Saturday morning. And she came in with them 
and I'm pretty sure she gave them to me. And I'm almost positive I didn't take them. Like, we went to the movies Saturday. Um, you can't find your beats either. What's what's going on with you and your headphones, <laughs> the, the, man? I mean, Blair knows where the beats are. Um, I just didn't know where the beats were. But um, I don't, they've got to be just like sitting like under something. I feel like I've looked any, any sensible place for them to be in the house. So now I'm looking in just like totally nonsensical places. And I'm still pretty sure they'll turn up, but it's very uneasy not, not having them. So I've been wired for, for all this, this week. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a tough life. It's uh, it's not the best way to go. I feel really bad because I'm like, if new ones come out and I get new ones, my first instinct would be, which I've learned is wrong, <laughs> my first instinct would be, oh, I'll just keep these old ones and give them to my wife. But I learned, you know, in the fall that she doesn't want any hand-me-down So anything. you got to go about it a little differently, right? In that you have new ones. So now your old ones just happen to stay home. Maybe they sit there on the kitchen counter and, you know, if someone just might need some wireless headphones to use, then someone might just actually use them. Yeah. And that's just, that's a nice thing to have, isn't it? I think it's much more likely that I would just get them for her. And since I'm not using them at work really anymore, and I, I, I had switched over before they started acting all wacky, um, just cause it's just easier to wear my work headset because then I can get on a meeting and, you know, just the whole thing. Uh, well, because my AirPod microphones didn't work anymore. <laughs> Maybe I wouldn't feel the same way if I had AirPods that were actually working true. to full uh, capacity. But I just think I'm really interested to see what these potential over-the-ear headphones might be. And, I mean, they're going to be insanely expensive. At least $400. But I want to see what they are before I make a choice. I don't, I don't know how soon they're going to come out, though. That's, yeah, that's the problem. I mean, that could, be, that could be next year, even. Yeah. I think that was the, the, the rumor the last time they Possibly. it was mentioned. I don't know, man. But I, I, really, do, I really do hope the AirPods turn up, even though I'm, I'm going to buy new ones whenever they come out. Because I mean, Blair would love to have a pair to, because she 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 takes mine to work. Um, she works overnight, and so they're great to have in the middle of the night when she's just sitting there. Um, so, or hopefully sitting there. Hopefully, her patients will go to sleep and behave themselves. Yes. Sometimes, sometimes she doesn't get to sit there. No, those are the real nights. Since the last time we have recorded. I'm now on Mojave on both machines. I volunteered as tribute to do some new testing for Jamf. In an official way. <laughs> yes. Yes. You volunteered for Mojave in an official way. You exactly. Didn't, you didn't just say, oh, uh, yeah. I'll just download it. Yeah, install it. Got Listen, it. it's not my fault that they didn't have some kind of mechanism to stop that from happening. I figured if it was... If I could do it, then it must be okay. I don't want to talk about that. Wow, what a statement. (laughs) I figured if I could do it, then it must be okay. The axiom of today is much more in the mode of you. if you can do it. They actually have told me, yeah, if it's there for you to download, 
you you can do it. What they mean is if it's in your applications folder already because they put it there. Oh. See, they they still don't understand me because what I mean when I say that is, oh, it's in the app store. Well, of course. I can download it. That's not what they mean. <laughs> but it's not exactly what they said either. So I think I, there's still some wiggle room. Anyway, I don't have to worry about that because uh, there was a call out for people to volunteer to test this other feature and their their little carrot that they dangled was, oh, and by the way, we'll upgrade you to Mojave. And um, I'm, I mean, really the big feature is dark mode. Everybody knows that, but, and it's great. I love it. Uh, I do have a real problem with Outlook because mail can make the body of the emails dark too, but Outlook makes everything dark except the, body of the emails and it's disgusting it's it's grotesque in every imaginable way i mean i'm not surprised but i'm really considering just trying mail again um but i've seemed to remember like that they had stopped that or some i I don't know maybe i just made that up i'm really thinking about giving it a go again even if it's going to take forever to download everything because once you have everything dark it's like Every not dark thing is just so in your face. Yeah. How, how, do, how do websites behave? Well, the web, mode? yeah, the websites not don't well. behave at all. Yeah. I mean, have you tried anything to help them behave? I haven't. I've, I've heard a few things that people have, have done, like extensions and stuff to, to do. I, have, I haven't tried those. I might. Part of the problem is that, well, I guess it's not really a problem. What, there's certain sites that I go to a lot that I check for certain reasons that it probably, it would just be really weird if, if it wasn't how it, like it would just throw me off a lot. But, um, I did find, and I'll, I'll try to remember to put this, um, article in the, in the notes. I did find a way to make a change to a JavaScript file in the Slack app package, um, to make the Slack, uh, body, uh, all that stuff dark too nice it's real nice yeah i don't know if I've, I've, if i've sent you any screenshots um but yeah it's not and i'm in slack more than i am in stupid outlook people cannot get on board with that but by god if they want me to reply to them they're gonna get on board with it that's my motto uh it yeah it's nice it looks really nice and um but ever since i've graded in mojave my machines, both of them have just been crashing randomly. Mm. And uh, it turns out it's a bug with some other enterprise nonsense tool that we use to make sure we're not doing bad things on our work computers, you know, Big Brother, all that stuff. Um, and now that's disabled on both my machines. So I guess I can do whatever I want <laughs> right now until, uh, until they push a fix. So Dark mode indeed. 